create a whole world in the mind of the listener simply by using sound effects. Ron Wolfley. Thud, 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 thud. <laughs> Boo-ray. Boom. Luke Lipinski. Huh. Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Hour number two of the show live from the Auction Community Studios. It is Wolf and Luke on a Wednesday morning. Max Starks will join us later on in the show for Maximum Football. Kevin Ray is going to join us shortly because the Suns are playing Golden State tonight. Uh, we're going to have some What Will Wolf watch as well. We're going to talk to Bear about the uh, Coyotes as they are back home, but they don't get to play a home game for Love another that. four weeks. See if Bear ever face-planted on a treadmill. He almost face-planted on Camelback last year when we were talking to him, remember? <laughs> I don't know if he did that, but man, he was he was killing it up on Camelback. Uh, and doing the interview with us as he was hiking Camelback, which is not the easiest thing in the world to do so we uh we went into this segment talking about the needs for the cardinals heading into a, a matchup with the san francisco 49ers i'll tell you one thing it would be nice to get and i don't think they're getting it this week but that would be the return of hollywood brown here's cliff kingsbury earlier this week yeah i think he's getting to the point where it's going to be day to day uh he's come a long way in a short time and i'm not sure if he'll make it this week but uh Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Um, if not, we'll give him to the bye, and then I would expect those last five, he'll be ready to go. Let's start there. Man. How big would it be to have Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins together on the field just to see what happens? No. I know. You know what? Can I get greedy, though? I want to get greedy, man. This story, when I saw this story and I knew we were going to talk about it, I cannot help it. When is Max Williams going to be ready to go? I'm just telling you, please. When you lose Zach Ertz. That's huge. It's a huge loss. Man, I go back again to last season. Is Max Williams going to be ready? He's on the practice squad. I know that much right now. Is And he's out there and he's working. Uh, you know, is there any chance you get Max Williams back? And, and he's he's even 80% of what he was before. Yeah, that would be if, nice. It would be nice to start getting guys back. I, I say, listen, because base and onions, honestly, if you had 11 personnel, something the Arizona Cardinals love, that is their base personnel group, it is a base personnel group through, I, I would say, 75%, maybe even 85% of NFL teams. In rundown situation, they're going to be in 11 personnel. One back, one tight end, three wide receivers. Max Williams, when he's in there as your tight end, and you've got Rondale Moore, Hollywood Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. Those are your three wide receivers right now with Max Williams. And Max Williams brings balance. You can put James Conner in the queue behind Kyler Murray and say, you know what? Hey, we could run this thing just as easily as we could throw this thing in a rundown situation. First and 10, second and one to six. We could do, we could be balanced. We could attack you either way. And those three receivers as well, man, I, is it too much? Am I getting too greedy? You did get greedy pretty quickly. I was just talking about Hollywood and you went off. But look, you can see what the vision was supposed to be for this offense. That picture you paint, you're not sitting there saying, hey, could they trade for this guy? And then, hey, could they go get this guy off this team? And no, that was supposed to be it. Even just the simple, I hear what you're saying about the receivers and, and the tight ends, but it just specifically the receivers, just, just, just the combination of DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown we haven't seen yet. And you have pointed this out since well before Hollywood Brown was on the team. Look at DeAndre Hopkins in Houston when he had real success in Houston. Yeah. They had a guy that could take the top Kenny off of Stills. defense. 
Over the top, God. Will Fuller. Guys, over the top, had two of them. Yeah, and guys that really probably weren't quite as good as Hollywood Brown. Uh, we'll see. I mean, Hollywood Brown, I'm, I'm assuming, hasn't hit his peak yet. But oh my I just want to see those Brown, two on the field man. together. Yeah, no. When you watch Hollywood Brown play this year, did you not say he's totally worth a number oh, one? Oh, yeah. I yes. Did. I did. And I know some people hate that trade, and, and I don't... I just, you know, I, the people that hate that trade, they hate the Cardinals for maybe the most that's part. It. Maybe okay? that's it. Because, because you have to remember. Just admit it. it it's, it, the only argument I've heard is, well, we could really use Tyler Lindbaum. Like, yeah, that's true. He's a really good center. And, and if Rodney Hudson's just done, then yeah, absolutely. But you needed a receiver. And all those, the Chris Olaves, all those guys, they weren't there anymore. And yes. I don't know, what are you supposed to, do you, yes. would you rather have the first round pick if you're mad at this team for missing on first round picks, or would you rather have Hollywood Brown, who you know is good, the only knock on him is he isn't playing right now. Listen, and not only that, as well as just the fact that you needed to get somebody in here right now that could have the effect and produce the way that Hollywood Brown has produced, because you need him now. This year, over the top of DeAndre Hopkins. That's what you were you, hoping for. You have for. to remember at the I mean, start Hop of the season. I mean, not getting any younger. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. You have to remember at the start of the season, especially you were really in win-now mode. Seattle wasn't supposed to be good, <laughs> and you were trying to figure out a way to get through those first six weeks without DeAndre Hopkins. Seattle. There are plenty of draft picks Steve Kime has made that I didn't agree with at the time, or even in, certainly hindsight where it's like, really, that was the pick. But I, I'm, I'm with them on that trade. You had to make a move. Hollywood Brown is a young player. It's not like he's a rental, and he's a guy that Kyler knows well, and you, you were hoping he was going to come out of the gate and, and be good right out of the gate. And I thought Hollywood Brown was pretty good. My only knock on him isn't a knock on him. He got hurt. Yeah, no, no. And you know what? Honestly, to be fair, once again, that has been the issue with Hollywood yeah. Brown. But it was typically, to be fair to Hollywood, it's it was typically a hammy. You know, yeah. it was a muscle. It was soft tissue. Hey, listen, he... He hurt himself, and that was bad, and we all saw it. That Seattle game, and what happened. Somebody lands on you the way that he was landed on. Yeah, you know what? A lot of bad things can actually happen to joints. I think we would all agree, though, if you're a Cardinals fan, whether you like that trade or hate that trade or you're neutral on that trade, at this point, the trade's been done. You'd like to see Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins out there together just to see what that duo Just honestly right now, and I want to see James Conner with him. I want to see the balance with them. I cannot stress it enough. This offense was at its best when they were balanced. In rundown situation, dangerous where they could light you up and throw the ball all over the field or just line up and rip you for four. Because they had a stud tight end, a true stud tight end who could hold up at the point of attack. Man. Yeah, that's too much. It's too much to ask. What are you doing, Ron? Yeah. Shut you, up. You will take 30% of your 53-man roster at the start of the year and be happy with that. Just too much to ask that these guys would all get healthy and come together, and we could see it before the end of the season. Uh, you know, I will say this, though, with Hollywood Brown. is, is <laughs> it's, it's very indicative of where we are this season, where it's like, hey, he said day-to-day. That's progress, right? But day-to-day does make it sound like... I'm not reading it as a chance he could play on Monday, but that does make it sound like that Chargers game might not be out of the question. It certainly makes it seem like if you can survive the next two weeks, you're going to get him back after the bye week. That definitely sounds like that. So if you can survive the next two can weeks. I, can I just get <laughs> greedy, though? Can I just that say? That work last time. Can we see him after Thanksgiving? Then we could all be so thankful. <laughs> thankful for Hollywood. We could be thankful for Hollywood. Uh, innings Festival is Hollywood! back. 
the two-day music festival featuring Green Day, Eddie Vedder, Weezer, The Offspring, much more returns to Tempe Beach Park on February 25th and 26th. Tickets just went on sale. You can head to the contest page on ArizonaSports.com for complete details and your chance to win tickets. We come back. What does Kevin Ray of Bally Sports expect to see from the Suns tonight against the Warriors? We're going to ask him next. It's game day with K. Ray on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Cash it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns, game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. It is time for game day with K-Ray, and it always hits a little bit different, Wolf, when that game day is against the Golden State Warriors. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is Kevin Ray of Bally Sports. K-Ray, what's going on, man? How we doing, fellas? Doing, doing good, Doing man. good. Looking forward to this game. I know it's it's kind of, you know, it's the middle of November. Golden State doesn't have an amazing record. There's a lot of players around the NBA that just seem to be taking every other game off right now. But this, when they first met back on October 25th, that was probably the most intense game I've seen <laughs> in the NBA this season. Are you expecting more of that tonight? Uh, yeah, for, you know, for a number of reasons, but it's, it's Suns Warriors. I, I think that, you know, it is one of those games, um, just based on the personnel and, and you know, going back to what we've said before, you know, I think both of these teams, uh, feel like this should have and could have been the Western Conference Finals matchup. And I just feel like that, you know, they, they all bring a little extra juice to the floor, uh, when they match up. Okay, how badly are the Phoenix Suns missing Cam Johnson right now? Well, you know, look, it, you, you can't replace the team's best three-point shooter. <laughs> uh, I mean, I suppose he could, but uh, <laughs> I don't think the other teams want to give up their best three-point shooter. Uh, now, Damian Lee has really done a nice job in trying to help absorb that. We've seen some other guys uh, try to help absorb that. But, look, it, you know, Monty Williams talks about it all the time. When you lose a starter <clears throat> and the Suns are now have been down now two starters for the last few games, it, it creates a trickle-down effect. And that trickle-down effect is now you're asking guys to play minutes and putting them in situations that they're not normally in, meaning you have bench guys who are playing more minutes against ones. And then you have their top bench players, the opposition's top, top bench players, playing against your guys who are, you know, maybe 9, 10, 11, 12. And so, you know, yeah, it, it, is, it is hard to replace that. And I think that we saw Cam in the small sample size had made some improvements defensively uh, this season. So, you know, Every team's dealing with injuries, and the Suns are just going to have to find a way to, you know, to navigate through it until he gets back or until they're able to pull the trigger on a deal, if that's the case. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports, it is game day with K-Ray Suns Warriors tonight. K, the uh, the first meeting between these two teams, seven technical fouls in the third quarter, and Devin Booker and Clay Thompson were right at the heart of it. What are you expecting to see from those two specifically tonight? That's the only time Clay Thompson's ever been tossed, and whatever Devin Booker said, it was very effective. <laughs> 
Indeed. Yeah. Well, you know, it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I expect Clay to play tonight. He did not play Monday in their loss, or excuse me, in their victory against the Spurs. Uh, that was his first, third healthy DNP this season. But you know, I expect Clay to come out and and be amped up just like he is every time he faces Devin, and 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 vice versa. And yeah, while there was you know plenty of smack talk on the floor, we heard both of the players acknowledge one another and the level of respect that they have. But that doesn't mean when and, you know, they jump it up tonight that they won't be trying to 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 uh, to kill one another. You know, Kay, um, honestly, too, I can't help but think of DeAndre Ayton and Draymond Green as well. I cannot help but think of this matchup. In, in the first game, when they played in October, D.A. had 16 and, what, 14 boards in that yep. game. And I thought that Draymond was jabbing D.A. a little bit, and I thought D.A. responded, which filled me with a ton of hope right now. What do you expect to see out of D.A. tonight? Well, I, I hope we see that version of D.A. You know, he, he got a double-double um, in the loss to the Heat the other night. Uh, that was his first in the last seven games. Just his third, though, on the season. And I know we've talked about, you know, his rebounding numbers uh, being down, comparatively speaking, to, uh, to last season. But, you know, look, th- this is a game... Now, coming off of a four-game road trip, uh, I don't think it matters who the Suns would be playing. Uh, they want to and, frankly, need to find a way to, to get a win. And, you know, D.A. could and should be right there at the top of the list in terms of trying to forge through that uh, with Devin Booker. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports. Uh, Kay, we don't know for sure one way or the other about Chris Paul tonight. What have you seen from campaign in these games where he's had to step in? Because his numbers are good, but the numbers don't always tell the whole story. Yeah, I, I think Cam has done as well as you can expect him to do. Uh, it goes back to my previous comment about the trickle-down effect. You know, uh, you, you've got Cam playing against ones, and there's certain matchups that, that are going to be more favorable to him. He's coming off his worst shooting performance of the season against the Heat, and part of that was because of the length of the defender and physicality of the defender that the Heat had. He struggled in his last five or six games here against Golden State. Uh, But with all that being said, Cam, I think, for the most part, has gotten back to playing the way campaign did, you know, in that run of the NBA Finals. And Monty talked about it uh, the other night before the game, where he just has a better feel, better balance of the floor, has a better understanding of when to go and when to get his teammates involved. There were a couple of plays the other night, which I even pointed out with EJ, where last year I thought he would have jacked up a quick three. The other night, he was really patient in running the offense, trying to deliver the ball inside or throw it to, you know, make that extra pass. Okay, what do you think is wrong with the Warriors? And when I say that, once again, um, this is a team that I know they emphasize the playoffs, of course. They did it last year to some degree as well. But, man, at one point they had lost five games in a row. Now, they've won three of their last four coming into tonight. But what do you think is with the Warriors? What are they suffering from so far? Uh, The road. The road. <laughs> they're, they're, they're 0-7 on the road this season, 6-1 and at home. So, I mean, in, 
just, just you know, real quickly, uh, one word answer: the road. But yeah, it, it's hard to it's hard to explain, uh, you know, the a, a championship, a defending champion squad that comes back with virtually everybody from the championship run. I think it's a combination of, you know, that that championship fatigue. Uh, maybe not quite as much focus on the road, but just in in prepping for you know the game tonight, uh, you know it's no one player that's dragging them down. It's been a collective effort. Everybody's numbers, their plus minus numbers, their shooting numbers, all down on the road, and and I think part of that too is. Because teams, you know, as you would expect, are giving them their best shots when those teams, including the Suns, are playing in front of their you know, fans. You know, they, they've got the bullseye on their back because they are the defending champs. But as you pointed out, they've won three of the last four. Their defensive numbers over the last four games, five games, have started to marginally mm-hmm. improve. So I would expect a, a better effort from the Warriors here on the road tonight. Okay, just sort of a big picture question. You brought up Clay Thompson has missed a few games, but he's healthy. We've seen this a lot around the NBA. Every time I, I just, if the Suns aren't playing on like a Tuesday night and I throw on a couple games, I, I appreciate Devin Booker that much more because Devin Booker plays if he's healthy. And there's a lot of players around the league. It's just a given they're not going to play both games of a back to back. That's like unheard of. Where do you think the NBA goes with this big picture? Because you have a lot of guys missing a lot of games that that have star power around the league now. Yeah, and you know, I know that Commissioner Silver uh, probably, you know, he I'm, I'm I know just based on his early season comments when we had the NBA meetings, uh, they have put a lot of thought into it. There's a lot of hand wringing, and I, I wish I had an easy answer because you know I look at a guy like a Clay Thompson with Clay. I get it. It makes more sense. Here's a guy, you know, who is, you know, you look at his age, you look at how long he's been in the league, but more specifically, you look at the injuries that he's had. Yeah. Uh, this is a 32-year-old coming off of two severe leg injuries. So with Clay, I I truly believe that, that it is, uh, you know, needed for him in order to get through a long season. Some of the other guys, it, it is head scratching to me uh, how and why certain guys and frankly teams continue to subscribe to it. It, it is a disservice to the fans, both home and away. Uh, I know that the the league, the players' association, are trying to figure something out, but I don't know how close they are to to the resolution. I'm just I'm looking at even just last year the top the top score in the NBA, Wolf, nobody played in the top 35. Nobody played more than 76 games, and most guys played in the 50s or 60s. Incredible. Amount of, and some Truly. of those are injuries. Some of them, you know, some of them yeah, are unavoidable. Sure. Not all of them. Come on. Suck uh, it up. Yeah. K-Ray, great stuff, man, as always. Thank you. You got it, Phyllis. Always good to catch up. Okay, yep. Kay. That's Kevin Ray of Bally Sports joining us right there ahead of tonight's showdown with the Golden State Warriors. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. We come back. All right, what are you watching for when the Cardinals face the 49ers in Mexico City? Wolf's going to tell you with what we'll watch next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. It's a slightly different week because the Cardinals are playing a Monday Night Football. It's the first international Monday Night Football game of the year. They're typically really early on Sunday morning. Wow. But this is this yeah, is you're right. This is Mexico City and Monday night and San Francisco. Yes indeed. It's a lot uh, a lot on the line on Monday night. Wolf, what are you gonna be watching for? 
You know what? Uh, what do you say we roll that beautiful music right now? A little bit different. What will Wolf watch? Tape. Don't lie. Oh, do you feel the flavor? A little environment right here, right? <laughs> Arizona Cardinals have overcome so much this season, including themselves. The Cardinals have suffered bad calls, suffered bad ball, suffered bad mistakes, suffered bad breaks, and yet, here they are. They sit one game away from changing their season. Where's Tony Robbins when you need him? Week 11 matchup in Mexico City on Monday Night Football against the San Francisco 49ers. It looms large, does it not? Win the game and Big Red is right back into the division hunt with six games to go. Lose the game and they plummet to 4-7 and seven and most likely perish from the playoffs. All they have to do is beat one of the most physical teams in the league. And that is a problem. Televangelist Robert Schuler once said, problems are not stop signs. They are guidelines. Although this inspires one to be encouraged, losing football games in November are like running stop signs in the middle of town during rush hour, especially when you're getting ready to play against the 49ers defense. Bruce Lee once said, don't pray for an easy life. Pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. Although I understand his meaning, I doubt he would agree if he could watch Nick Bosa tape. Bosa is a monster wearing a mouth guard, but he's just part of the front seven problem the 49ers present. A problem is a chance for you to do your best, said Duke Ellington. Google it, my young crunks. And although I totally agree with him, the Cardinals would like him to define the word chance. They need to do their best against the best front seven, for my money, in the National Football League. Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, and Eric Armstead don't quite make up a mariachi band. But if the Cardinals are going to be celebrating in Mexico City, they need to hold up against the best box in the football universe. Nelson Mandela said, It always seems impossible until it's done. Beating the 49ers' rush defense seems impossible. But trying to beat their secondary and their pass rush is impossible. The 49ers shut the run down better than any other team in the league and force third and obvious pass situations like Bosa forces checkdowns. Lou Holtz said, show me someone who has done something worthwhile, and I'll show you someone who has overcome adversity. I don't know who he was talking to, but if the Cardinals' offensive linemen can protect their quarterback with any consistency, they will have done something so worthwhile that Kyler Murray or Colt McCoy become motivational speakers post-NFL. Hips don't lie, Shakira, and neither do the numbers. The 49ers have 29 sacks and are number three in the league in sacks per attempt. They don't give up first downs. They are elite in almost every major metric, including yards per game allowed and points per game allowed. Estadio Azteca could witness one of the greatest upsets the line of scrimmage has ever seen in the 21st century. 
49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans has his boys playing at a Super Bowl level, and the Cardinals will have to match that level of play with unproven, inexperienced butt guts. Speaking of butts, stranger things have happened. John Wooden once said, Things work out best for those who make the best of how things work out. Let's hope Josh Jones, Lasita Smith, Billy Price, and Rashad Coward feel the same way. Because even though Mexico is cool, Monday night may not be. Arizona Sports. Breaking news. All right, Aaron, what you got? So... The Arizona Cardinals opened the practice window for Hollywood Brown, and he could play on no. Monday night. Oh. So you're telling me I got a chance. That sounds like a pretty wow. good chance. Wow. The, I like that. The Field Yates tweet says he's eligible to play as soon as Monday. Okay. Okay, wait a minute now. This changes things. Hollywood, look at me. I'm sitting down with Hollywood. Are you okay? Look at me, Hollywood. Are you okay? Don't give me any of this. Well, I'm, I, I'm, yes, I'm fine. What are you talking? Because I know Hollywood. Hollywood wants to no, play. No, no, no. You know what, though? Here's the thing. It's like, it's like Buda Baker last week. This is survival mode. If you can play, and the one exception I would say is with the quarterback. I don't need Kyler limping around if Colt McCoy can come in and get you through another game. If Hollywood Brown can play, and he's not going to, like, re-injure himself for the whole year if he plays. They don't know that going into the game or something. Got to have him out there. Wow. Gotta, he heaves it deep. For Hollywood, he's got it! It's a touchdown! Oh, mama! Hollywood! Got to have him. Okay, wait a minute. You know what? Luke just said something right there. Was it Hollywood? Um, no, oh. it was not. Okay. Uh, he just said something that got my attention. Um, he might be right. And I know that's hard for me to say, <laughs> yet at the same time, he might actually be right. What he just said right there, Buddha sucked it up and said, you know what, man, um, I'm not 100% right now, but I know 100% is what I need to give in this game or we might lose. That's it. Um, be, if you were six and four, you'd okay. be like, okay, let's give it another week, Hollywood. Okay. But if, if he, I'm saying if he can go, if, if the trainers right, are saying, exactly. the trainers yes. are saying, well, if you play, you're probably going to re-injure it, but they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have designated him to return to practice if yes. that were the case. I don't think. Man, I like where you're going with that one right there. I'm with Luke on this Nice. Now. And it's a Monday game I, too. We got that extra day. <laughs> How about that? Yes. It's got the extra day out there. Holly. Oh, Wait, wait a minute. Are you telling me we're going to see Hollywood Brown and D-Hop and Rondell Moore? Um, Hollywood and Mexico. Come on. Come on, Kyler. Come on, buddy. Come on. Yeah, I'm not. I don't no, feel like I'm, a sense of I'm urgency serious. with Kyler. I don't know why. I, I, you know, and, and that's fine. That's your prerogative right there. For me, I, I would love to see that. Well, I would, too. I just, if, if Kyler's hurt... <laughs> What I want to see is where's Max Williams? We're breaking news on Max Williams. What's a look, everybody? It's Max. He's going to be the tight end, the stud tight end, and eleven personnel. And suddenly, Nirvana comes to the offense for the Arizona Cardinals. Why didn't we ask for Hollywood back sooner? What was that like a half hour ago? We were like, why can't we just have Hollywood Seriously, and Hopkins? And all of a sudden, give me gets... the mop right now. <laughs> give me the mop so I can just start mopping people. <laughs> 
That's right, Cobain. Give me the mop. All right. Week 11 of Bix Picks is underway. Text pick to 620-620 to sign up and compete against Dan Bickley for your chance at the grand prize 75-inch TV, courtesy of Corona Extra. Weekly winners are going to receive an NFL jersey of their choice and a $50 gift card to cold beers and cheeseburgers. So text pick to 620-620 to enter. When we come back over to basketball, what matchups are going to be the keys tonight when the Suns face the Warriors? It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, we've got, uh, we've also got the Edger and James football life tonight, too. You got that, you got Hard Knocks, you got Suns Warriors from Footprint Center in downtown Phoenix. So we figured, okay, we had K Ray on couple segments ago, yeah. game day with K-Ray. Right? That's always right. good. you got to do that. It's prerequisite. Uh, but also, we figured, let's go through some of these matchups, Wolf, because this is one of those games where the matchups are paramount. This is not a random game against the Atlanta Hawks or whatever. There's some history between these two teams. So, uh, Aaron, why don't, you, why don't you give us the matchups here? So, why don't we start with regular season game versus playoff intensity? All right. Whoa. This one is... Um, I think playoff intensity is going to win out tonight because we already saw it. Basically, what was that, three weeks ago? Yeah. Three-ish weeks ago? Three and a half? I mean, this is... this. We asked this to K-Ray before. This is a regular season where guys are just taking nights off. Like, more so even than so last true. year. It, it's, it's, it is. Not that it's unwatchable. One of my really good friends covers Dan Baseman, covering it for like 10 years. He, he doesn't watch hockey. He's gotten into hockey lately. And he's like, you know, what's weird about hockey is the guys actually play. I was like, yeah, isn't it strange? Yes. Uh, so that's what I was saying with K-Ray earlier, why I'm, I'm, we're spoiled here with Devin Booker. If Devin Booker can play, he just plays. But I think we're going to see that intensity tonight because it is these two teams. Yeah, you know what's so weird about this, too? Um, last season, I remember you talking an awful lot about this. The Warriors just seemed like they were, okay, you know what? Um, it's a regular season game, and we're going to really, you know, um, we're, we're not going to put too much stock in these regular season games, and we're not worried about where we're going to be seed-wise. When we get into the postseason, we need to be ready to go. Yeah, and it worked. And they and it did work. And they managed their roster that way. Um, we all know the Suns and the season they had last year, 64 wins, of course, and the way they approached it and looked like a cyborg out there for the most part. Yet this year feels already a little bit different in regard to the regular season, doesn't it? And you know what we're going to say? down, Chris Paul, and we're going to manage um, some minutes, maybe. He's not going to be in at the end of the game in the Dallas Mavericks game, is he? He's not going to... It just feels different. It's still early in the season, but it feels so different to me. Um, And yet, based on what happened the last time they played in October, this, I expect this to be playoff intensity. I do, too. I do. Yeah. Chris Paul versus his age. Well, are we going to see Chris Paul tonight? I mean, that's it's. I'm. I'm. I know. I just said it's frustrating that guys don't play. I'm talking more about the guys around the league that aren't hurt, and it's just a given they don't play back to backs. Chris Paul's obviously hurt now. Are they? Are they being cautious with it? Maybe and that's probably what you should be. Uh, but if you're just being cautious with it, then this is probably the sort of game he does come back for you against know, the Warriors. Why do I have this feeling? Nobody's ever said this. I just have this vibe right now that based on the experience Chris Paul went through again in his playoff career last year, 
what happened to him again Mm -hmm. in his career. I'm wondering if, in fact, at his age right now, he's he's finally looking around and saying, my my philosophy has always been I want to play. If I'm ready to go, I want to play. And I loved him and stood and applauded for Chris Paul because he knew that he needed to play and wanted to play. That's what he felt like was best for him and his person and his body and his career. And I totally supported him on that. I, I wonder if his age now is starting to give him perspective. You know who put that thought in your head is Chris Paul with those comments he had a couple weeks ago after that Sunday night game. I don't remember who they played. Uh, but when he said, you know, not in those exact words, but basically we learned last year that winning 60-plus regular season games You're means right. nothing. You're right. And he is at this point where he's done everything you can do in this league except win a title. They... Ultimately had their better chance two years ago. Obviously, they were up to right. a series. Uh, but last year, he went 64 games. They think, okay, this is the best team he's ever played on. And, and it got them nothing. So yes. I think finally some sort of conversation was had. And maybe it wasn't. I don't think it was like a conversation to Chris Paul. Hey, you have to change this. I think the team just talked during camp. And he said that, too, and and made the conscious decision of Chris Paul doesn't need to be. Carrying a, 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 an extra yeah. heavy load in November and December. Exactly. Even if it's just him not bringing the ball up the court sometimes. Exactly right. So maybe we don't see Chris Paul tonight knowing that, okay, I guess we're playing for keeps, right? Because we, we kind of feel like this could be playoff intensity. Maybe Chris Paul needs one more game. Then maybe and I wonder how CP feels that's, about that. That's campaign full speed, frantic basketball so get ready for that Mikel's defense versus golden state's scores look there's not a lot of teams that you feel like can still score when Mikel's at the top of his game defensively golden state would be one of them but he's had success even against steph in the past so uh this is it, it works both ways there's not a lot of teams that golden state goes up against and you're like oh they actually have somebody that might be able to slow them down the suns yeah. do you know, honestly, I love watching Mikel play like so many other people out there, just in particular on the defensive end of the floor, watching him go about his business, his craft, and how well he does it. Um, can you imagine what an honor it is for Suns opponents to actually draw Mikel in his cover? When you think about it, what an honor it's got to be. Um, he's one of the best of the best in the association, and... Um, you know how hard he tries and what a good-natured competitor he truly is. And yet, it's got to be an honor to play against It's an game. honor until you finish the game with six points. And then it's it's less of an honor at that point. Clay Thompson versus Devin Booker. <laughs> all right. I mean, well, this, this is what I we guess all we're see, getting right? right to it now, Mal. <laughs> I, I, this is what I want to see tonight. Uh, they didn't. Booker didn't lose his cool last game. I don't think I don't think there's anybody on Golden State that's going to get Devin Booker to lose his cool other than maybe Draymond Green. Um but yeah, does Clay Thompson come out firing tonight? Does he does he have something to prove as weird as that sounds in a regular season game? This is the guy that got him tossed for the only time in his career and he had a miserable game against the Suns on October 25th. Or does Booker just put up 35? Yeah, man, this is going to be really really good. Um, the respect level that is there between Devin Booker and Clay Thompson, you mentioned it, Luke. Um, that matters. There's no doubt about that. Um, I wonder who's going to be the first one to give an olive branch if 
any olive branches offered in this game? Who's going to be the first one? No, is it going to be offered. Is it going to be Book? No, saying, "Hey, listen, I know I got the best of you the last time." <laughs> Maybe at the end of the season. <laughs> no, it's not going to be Book. So you're expecting this to be as contentious as it was in October, the first time they played. At, how many technical? Do you think there will be a technical foul tonight? And oh yes. Do you, if I said oh, yes. if I set the over under at one and a half, would you take the over? Oh, there was yes. seven and one quarter last game. <laughs> yes, okay. I would. All right. I think I, I take the. the I, I I'll say two. I'll say two. Tonight. Okay. Um, well, you know that coming in here, I would imagine Clay Thompson wants a little bit of revenge. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I would think so. I mean, if he's got, he was one of eight yep. in a game where Devin Booker scored how many points? Do you have that in front of you uh, right a now? A lot. It was Devin Booker was lighting the lamp. He was 30 or more. 34. Oh, 34. That's what I thought. I should have Right there. It. Well, you should have. Okay. But one of eight for Clay Thompson. Clay was being outplayed thoroughly by Devin Booker. And he was being told. About how he was being outplayed. And then thoroughly. left off the floor by the Suns fans until he pointed out he has four rings. And until, he put, <laughs> until he put he had four rings of great. Yeah. When the laughter stopped. I expect this to um, be ugly. Draymond Green versus DeAndre Eaton. <laughs> You want this to go? All of a sudden, you know, and I was like, <laughs> okay, can I set it up any better than that? Take the cue, Mel. Um, yeah. I expect Draymond Green to come in, especially on the road. You know, this is what he loves. He loves to jab the fans in the eye as well. Yeah. And how does he do that? He does it by doing it through jabbing players around him, metaphorically speaking, of course, in the eye. Or punching them in the face. And I think that's probably going to happen with DeAndre Ayton. He's going to test the waters once again and see what he gets from D.A. D.A. responded in October. I thought he had a really good game. He did? 16 and 14, man, including five offensive boards. Maybe his best game of the year, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he showed, man. And I want to see D.A. play with force. And anytime you're talking about D.A. playing with force, when they're playing the Warriors, you got to talk about Draymond Green playing with force. And that, that's the thing with Draymond; you never know. The game might just the, you might you might not be able to watch the game or whatever until the second quarter. You might flip it on, and there might just be twelve guys on the court like ready to fight. And then you know Draymond Green probably started it. You, you never know when, if if he's out there. You know, I know Da said he wasn't going to let him get to him last game, and he didn't. Yeah. But now he's going to have to deal with him again tonight, and he's going to have to deal with him again a few more times this season, and hopefully yeah. in the playoffs too. It, it's at a certain point, D, D, Draymond Green tends to wear you down. Hey, D, just let him know, Da. Just let him know you're not afraid of him. Okay, that's all right. Just let him know that he won't be as good. He won't be as effective if you just let him know that. Or if things go south, maybe Jordan Poole will punch Draymond, too. You never know. If <laughs> just in the middle of the fight, like Major League. Remember well, Major how cool League? cool would that be? It would be amazing. Yeah. All right, come celebrate the biggest FIFA watch party in town with Estrella Jalisco, Sarah Cazell, and special guest Gerardo Torado as the Mexican national team takes on Argentina in front of big screens with live music and giveaways on November 26th at Sportsman Park. Head to the contest page on ArizonaSports.com for complete details. When we come back, we'll take you through the top stories of the day with Wolf and Down Your Lunch, and there are some big Big ones today. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.